On today's episode, I talk with Jennifer Moyer from Taylor Joel Designs. We talked all about how she's used her Facebook group to sell out most collections. It's an incredible story and something that you guys are going to get a lot out of. Do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. We walk you through the same process that we use to run marketing campaigns online at scale for our clients. This blueprint isn't for brand new businesses without market proof. It isn't for businesses without long-term goals. This is for businesses who want to scale up their paid advertising and need a roadmap to profitability. If you want to save yourself the time, the money, and the energy, and learn from people who have already done it, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint and sign up today. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the podcast, Jennifer Moyer. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, nice to have you. So Jennifer is from Taylor Joel Designs. Yep. Yeah, awesome. So let's, let's just get right into it. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, Taylor Joel. What, what makes you guys special? Okay, so we do children's clothing. We started doing boy and girl, but realized it was a lot harder to sell the boy clothes than the girl. So we mainly just do girl clothing and we specialize in really soft, comfortable tutu dresses. So I guess that's what makes us special is the product is really comfortable yet super girly and twirly. Okay, so what what makes it so comfortable? Like what's the what's the We just use really soft kind of the fabric that has a little stretchy spandex knit in it and it's all lined. So under the tool is a soft, stretchy knit fabric and the bodice is just really high quality, soft knit fabric. Okay. So there's not like that scratchy. Yeah. And the tool itself is soft too. So that and then lined with a nice kind of t-shirt feel it's, it's a soft dress. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) cool. Awesome. So how did you get started? Um, oh, it was about, let's see, I always track it by my son because I remember he was a baby and he is now 11. Wow. Uh, so about 12 years ago, actually 11 years ago, he's baby. Um, I had, you know, I had finished teaching, did some things from home because I wanted to be with my kids. You know, I tried being a travel agent wasn't feeling that. And I just wanted to work from home. And at that stage in my life, I mean, I loved shopping for kids clothes and it found it more enjoyable than shopping for adult clothes. And so we kind of went from there. Um, We started actually with crib bedding though, Um, a crib bedding set. We, I think I bought 200 crib bedding sets and sold them on eBay, maybe one a day. (laughs) And so went from there and then quickly decided we liked clothing and accessories more. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So was there like with the products that that you have now, was there like a particular problem that you were trying to solve? Um, The current dresses? Yes. The problem would be well, actually, if we go into even more recent, yeah, yeah, our business has taken a giant turn in the past three months. I think oh, I've probably tripled my business in three months. We found a problem and we saw a giant need for it. And um, it's, it's really exciting. So the problem is when you go to buy a dress up, princess dresses, you know, dress up outfits to wear to Disneyland since people like to do that. They like to go to Disneyland and be Cinderella, things like that. It's really itchy. It's scratchy. It's like lined with Velcro. 
And we've, I mean, they're not Disney licensed, so I don't use the Disney name, but we inspire. We've done princess and character inspired dresses. And that was a game changer. So we saw that need of people wanting comfortable dress up that they can, hey, they could wear a Cinderella dress to school and it look normal. So yeah, they're yeah. not so dress up -y, but they're inspired by these princesses. And it was just an instant success, overnight success. So oh that really- gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is so <laughs> great. So I have a couple of questions to, to do with that. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, first, a comment. Uh, I have a six and a four-year-old girl and, uh -huh. and my wife is a Disney freak. Oh, awesome. Well, then um, you are the market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, we're doing Disney for the third year in a row this year, so. Perfect. Cool. Um, so that's, that's the comment. Um, and mm -hmm. then the question is, how do you get around that with, with Disney licensing? Because I know that they're insane. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, we um, just do not use any of their motifs. So if I were to do a bell dress, I wouldn't put the teacups or their graphics on there. And then for instance, rather than calling it our bell dress, we call it the golden rose dress. Yes. Or instead of calling our Moana dress, Moana, we would say the island princess dress. So really we haven't used any graphics from Disney. We've just looked at these princesses and taken the colors they use and their vibe and created a dress out of it. So we're coming out Black Friday with some you know, Mickey and Minnie inspired dresses. So really it's polka dots in the colors that oh, they totally. wear. Nobody owns that. Yeah, <laughs> you can't that own polka, polka dots, dots yeah. Yeah, yeah. And red and white polka dots, I think that's legal. Let's hope no one flags me. So yeah, yeah. yeah. and we wouldn't call it the Mickey dress. We'd call it the polka dot dress. And people just know, I think legally, I don't know, I haven't done too much research, but maybe I could do tags that would be Disney tag. I mean, hashtags for search terms. Oh, oh, oh hashtags, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. so that's, I need to dive more into it, but I know I'm pretty safe with calling it a red polka dot dress and it just looking like <laughs> Mickey and Minnie. Totally. So. I, I'm not a lawyer, but I-, I, I <laughs> Sounds, sounds legal, possible. right? Yeah. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> sounds legal. I won't, I won't alert Disney to this. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't show them this podcast. We, yeah. we do work, we actually do work with somebody who used to be uh, C-suite level at Disney. Oh, wow. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's an incredible person. Um, he was more on the, on the innovation sort of side of things. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, fun. We love um, Disney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like I could talk about the good things that Disney has done uh, for hours. Like, they're just, yeah. they're, they're such a brilliant company in, in what they, they just, they give, they just give all the time. Uh -huh. right? Always yeah. value, so. Yeah. And we've already subscribed to that Disney, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent, the Disney, what is it now? The the TV subscription, oh, yeah, the, like the Disney, Disney Netflix. Yeah. We're already, we've paid for three years. Bring it on. Oh, We're excited. Three so. years. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Oh, there was awesome. a big deal, I think, if we did three years in advance. It was cheap. So oh, okay. yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> so let's let's talk about um uh, back back to your business now. So mm -hmm. you started this eleven years ago. Um mm -hmm. or sorry, 12, 12 years ago. At what point did you know that it was gonna grow? Um, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say every few years I Google how to sell my business. I mean, there's ups and downs. I feel really excited and like we've hit a gold mine and other times I feel like I'm working my butt off to go further into debt. Um, so I've never 
really had that 100% this is we're killing it. We've had that feeling where my husband quit his job, we both stay home, this is working, we yeah. buy a new house on the bit, you know, it's all great. And then a couple years later, oh, husband goes back to work because I'm stressing mm -hmm. out about mortgage. So it's really been up and down. But I feel like right now we've hit a big hurdle and I just feel a lot more excitement and security in our success for the future. That's, that's awesome. But it's never secure. I mean, it's always changing and we got to roll with all the changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, generally, my next question is when, when did you know that, you know, you were going to be able to quit your day job? But that's mm -hmm. like, uh, especially with that, I, I feel like a lot of people can actually relate mm -hmm. to that up and down mm -hmm. uh, feeling, but we don't really talk about it much. Yeah, right? no, it's a real feeling and stress keep you up at night. This, it, yeah, I don't like this. And then it, the, yeah. give it a couple months and you love being in your own boss and working from home. But it is nice to have that guaranteed paycheck too from a nine to five job. Yeah. So there's ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. But then you give up all of that freedom, right? Like mm -hmm. Oh, I can't imagine having to wake up at the same time every morning, clock in, have to, you know, ask for a vacation time. I really love this lifestyle of being in charge of me. <laughs> yeah, totally. my own totally. best. Mm -hmm. um, so what's the biggest challenge that you faced? Um, I think, yeah, it would be, as a business owner, the biggest challenge would be worried about the future, the lack of security, the unknown. Someone else isn't writing my paycheck. It's up to me to bring in the money. So, okay, so that has been a big stress factor. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So are you asking more day to day, like a challenge for my business or for me personally? Yeah. More, more like in the business, like what's the, like, like, was there a time when okay. you were like, yeah. Oh no, that's it. Yeah. We've had, um, is just the constant changes. We used to be awesome with Facebook, our Facebook, um, you know, 10 years ago when just Facebook pages and getting so many comments and engagement, then obviously we all know Facebook pages do not give you, you know, no. or engagement. So then, okay, we move on to Instagram and then we're killing it on Instagram. There's not a lot of small businesses. This is great. And then of course it gets very saturated and Instagram changes things. Okay. So let's try Facebook groups. And I mean, that's working great for us now, but we know that it's going to change. It always is constantly changing in that. Exactly. It's just a matter, uh, just a matter of time. What can you tell me? What's your strategy in the Facebook groups? Um, Facebook groups have been amazing. In fact, we've tested it out by doing a launch. And I think we have maybe 6,000 people there, but even when we had 4,000, we could practically sell out in 4,000 followers or group members because the people on there are incredibly loyal. You know, it would be like, you know, your family and Disney, if you took all the people that are really into Disney and put them all in that, well, these people are all, most of them, big fans of Taylor Joel. And when I put out a new dress, they'll see it. There's no algorithm hiding it from them at the moment and and so it it's been a great thing but i i'm expecting it it'll change eventually but right now it's been amazing for us yeah so tell me a little bit more about what you do in that facebook group so you have six thousand members you post to it mm -hmm. 
Um, what like, yes. like, is this a VIP group or what exactly is this? Yeah, we don't call it our VIP group, but it is pretty much for ultra super Taylor Joel fans, followers. Um, I actually have not mastered it yet. I see other groups and I think, wow, how do they do this? Where they're getting so many other people, moms chatting about diaper rashes and it's just this big community under yeah. some brand's Facebook group. I have not mastered that yet. Um, most of the posts are strictly about Taylor Joel, which is, hey, great, but I'd love it to even become more of a place for moms to come and be friends and chat. And I haven't gotten there yet. I'm still trying to work on that. Okay. But right now I post sneak peeks and it actually is even better to post just real unedited raw footage. I'll take an ugly pic from my factory of a sample yeah. and post it there. Nothing edited, nothing cute. And it gets people excited about what's coming. So it's really raw behind the scenes what's coming. Um, and strategy to get them into the group is I have often said group members will get a special discount for this launch or group members will get early access to this launch or, you know, and, and that has been awesome. And we do have people posting customer photos there, which I love. I love to see that. And they post sizing questions. Can someone post a picture of their daughter in a size six? Yeah. So it's a community that I'm still working on figuring out how to build, but it's already really great for us. Awesome. Awesome. It sounds like you've kind of uh, rode those like organic waves, hey, like Facebook, Instagram. Now uh -huh. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Trying to yeah. do as cheap as possible. We did actually just recently hire a marketing firm um, to tackle Facebook ads because I realized I, I hate puzzles. I hate analytics. I am a creative brain and I just realized we need someone to if someone says the word split test, I get a headache. I don't want to deal with ads. And so it's, it's really nice to have someone else be worried about that for me. Yeah, that, so. that totally makes sense. Um, I, but I, when I, when I was, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 that's fine. You go, you go first. When I was doing ads on my own, it was amazing to see, I, I was too scared to attempt cold audience ads. But one thing that I just noticed was amazing was Instagram is how I had people become, or I had awareness through Instagram. People visited my site through Instagram, but they didn't buy. I mean, some of them did, but the majority didn't buy. They come, they're aware, they know, and then retargeting them on Facebook. I'd say a good last time I looked, and this was months ago, 80% of people from Facebook purchased. Yes, totally. But I had triple the visitors from my site from Instagram. So more people came to my site from Instagram, by far more people bought from Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And and that's the be the beautiful thing about Facebook's whole like ecosystem that they have, right? Is that you're able mm -hmm. to retarget yeah. people in, in different sort of areas. Um and and it's uh -huh. from all the data that we have with clients and and uh, with our own businesses. Uh, Facebook is where we get those, those actual conversions. We'll get right back to the episode. But first, do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. 
You can find out more at mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint. Now back to today's episode. So it's, yeah, it's I see that with my site for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, 12 years, we've kind of talked about what the role of internet marketing um, has been um, for you. Where do you think it's mm-hmm. going? What's, what's the next thing? Um, big time um, influencer marketing. And I see, you know, I'll see micro influencers with giant success and I'll see people shout me out with millions of followers and not see many sales at all. Mm. So I think um, getting those genuine, you know, non-hack, it's, it's hard to weed through and see which ones will convert. Um, but the, there are some really good micro influencers out there. And I think um, you know, getting them to, we don't pay influencers either. We do have an affiliate program that I'd like to build, but, um, we just give them free product. We've never paid them. Um, and yeah, that's been a great success for us. I think immediate where it's going is, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I totally stepped on you there, but, um, how, how do you track that? How do you track those influencers? Um, I, don't have a very good way of tracking it. We do have the, if they're going to be affiliate, that's very simple and clean to track it through their site. Um, It's usually just a, I see a giant spike in sales and I see, Hey, this person just posted, but I do need, again, it's my brain, my creative brain. I don't want to track. I don't want to analyze. I don't want to count numbers. I need to, but, um, but I have, it's been very obvious when we've hit an awesome influencer and then others, you know, we've noticed no spike when sending in product. But mm. if anything, and we don't get sales from it, usually we get some really good pictures to repost on Instagram. Yeah. So that's Which always totally good. Which is a bonus, right? Because I mean, to, yeah. give, to uh-huh. give away that product for, for good photos is totally worthwhile. Yeah, cheaper than a photographer, yeah. So, um, and you were asking where it's going. I see where it is even now and just starting to build up more to that is Instagram stories. I think, um, what I am striving to do is more and more stories throughout the day and really focus that on that even more than our posts. Yeah. Um, just yeah. always chatting and, and never just kind of having a day or two go by with no stories to be consistent on those. Also Instagram TV, I think, you know, a lot of those videos in being, it be, you know, months ago it was all curated and perfect. Now I think they're going back to, um, making things really authentic and who cares if my house is a mess and I haven't, you know, brushed my hair today, get on a story and talk to them and, and they're happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, if you could go back 12 years ago, um, what would you do differently? If anything? Um, oh, good question. I, um, Hmm. What would I do differently? We would, I would tell myself it's okay to do a slow growth. There's been a few times where we, oh, yay, let's launch this giant collection. And we've had to hold on to that for way too long. Um, I think I would just tell myself, be cool with the slow growth and don't try and, you know, bite off more than we can chew and just, and keep it slow because there's nothing more stressful than, you know, having all this inventory, being out of money, figuring and having to, oh, never mind. I have an even better one. This is what we did 12 years ago that 
was a big mistake. Okay. Um, okay. We launched our business pretty much on discounts. I put myself in the customer's shoes, which I don't think was smart for me because when I shop, I'm the type that waits till it's 40% off at Gap or Old Navy and buy it. I don't pay full price. I would never spend X amount on a kid's dress. And I was, you know, targeting myself. And so when we'd launch a new product 12 years ago, it's like, whoa, we've launched it. And hey, it's 40% off and whoa. And that just to get these sales. Cause I'm like, there's no way people are going to pay this. Yeah. And I, right now we sell them all full price unless there's a sale and, or a little Facebook ads code. So I would tell myself to not try and discount everything at the beginning and, and follow my shopping habits because my shopping habits are not the norm. I think I was looking at like freshly picked moccasins. Have you heard of their shoes? Freshly picked a baby. They sell baby shoes for 60 bucks and people buy them and they are a huge success. And so I need, I, I have now shifted my brand, but it took a lot of work to shift and have people not always wait for the sale. And it was hard. It was like, Oh, I just want to do a flash sale and get a bunch of cash in the bank. Totally. And yeah. So it took oh, I a know lot that of patience. Feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But now like I think, Oh, I've got a lot of inventory on this, but no, I'm waiting until black Friday and no, yeah. you know, and being patient and more strategic with my sale. Cause I'd wake up and be like, Ooh, haven't hit my goal. Okay. What can I put on sale? Yeah. And that yeah. was that- a bad strategy. Totally. And that doesn't allow for long-term growth, right? No. Yeah. Everything's mm-hmm. always on sale. And there's some brands that do it, right? Like, like you said, like Gap, right? They'll Always. They'll yeah. I'll never buy full price at Gap. No. And, and then when, when those brands put on, like, like you said, like Freshly Picked, when they put a sale on, like, oh, they, you know, that's like, yeah. And you know that it's just going to be for like a limited time. And we've, uh, I, you know, I probably didn't mention to you before, uh, my wife and I also own a clothing company. Oh, cool. A baby clothing company in Canada. And, um, and so we, um, we do things very similar to that where we generally only have one sale per season. That's, um, that's, that's so smart. <laughs> that's it. And, mm-hmm. and we'll run different kind of like promos, but they're like, mm-hmm. but they're not there. It's, there's no discounts involved. And oh, cool. we find mm-hmm. that that's, we find that that really, really helps, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, get your customers actually paying full price and it, and it really gives the value of your, like it, it keeps the value of your brand high, right? Yes. It's been a huge change and so great to see, Hey, people do spend 50 bucks for a dress for a kid's dress. Plenty of people do. So I don't need to. Yeah. Yes. Always yes. put it on sale. <laughs> um, what <laughs> is your, this is the a question that I, I have to ask every guest because our podcast is secrets to scaling. Um, what is your secret to scaling? Ooh, my secret to scaling, um, being very present and being, um, always, always there. I can't with my business take a week or a month off and be like, I'm just not feeling it. And I know a lot of people do recommend that take a rest. It's okay to take a break, but I think with, um, algorithms and the way things are, I can't just take a week off of posting. I can't you know, just take that break. Maybe if I need a mental break, I could have my husband do it or even something, but to just keep constantly being present and constantly being open to new things. And in fact, 
I, the latest thing I'm working on is, um, Shopify. Are you on Shopify? Oh yes. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Shopify. Everyone's on Shopify. <laughs> it's the only thing yeah. I recommend. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And so my latest thing is okay. Everybody, um, big shopping brands are moving to apps. I need an app. I need to have an app and Shopify makes that easy. They say, okay, we'll get your developer code and we'll instantly in 20 minutes build you an app. And so that's another way where we can kind of own our customers and, you know, through a push notification or something like that. It's another, because, you know, email marketing is still great, but people, I don't open most of my emails and, um, you know, I don't see a lot of my friends or brands I follow's Instagram or Facebook. Okay, what next? The yeah. app. So always being ready to jump on what's next. And hey, I haven't got it set up yet, but my goal is to have all the bugs worked out before Black Friday. And hopefully that will be a new great channel for us. That's that's awesome. It sounds like you really get it. Like you're like <laughs> you're really doing the the next step. Um, <laughs> um yeah. So great. This is awesome. Well, thank you. Um, just a, a couple more questions here. Um, what advice would you give to somebody starting out? Oh, um, to start small. I definitely think start small. Find um, some other brands to mentor um, or collab with um, to help get your name out there. Um, and I think the ads game, Facebook ads, Instagram, has kind of made this almost an even playing field. It yeah. really doesn't matter how many followers you have if you're willing and can do it correctly, um, putting money into ads. It's, I mean, putting money into ads can also just be throwing money down the drain. You need to do it right and you need to have that product, but it's exciting for anybody. Anyone can start a business if it's a great idea because they can, you know, have ad spend. They can reach people through Facebook ads and not need those, the, the numbers, the followers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was great. I, I feel like I got, uh, like a ton of, um, sort of new information from you. Um, I haven't heard anybody talk about the power of Facebook groups yet, uh, on the organic oh, side. Yeah. Um, so, so that's great. That's something, uh, I'm it's gonna... giant. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I would say everybody, if you have a brand, start a Facebook group. You may feel really silly in the first few weeks as you're posting and maybe one person, your mom, likes and comments, but it's worth it. And there's so many ways to drive. It's so easy now. I could get on an Instagram story with a swipe up or a link and say, hey, join our group. Yeah. you know, $5 code for any new group member, any, it's just so easy to get people there nowadays with all the tools. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. We're going to move on to our lightning round here. So I've got three quick questions here for you. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. What's your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Ooh. Um, let's see. I love kit. It, um, it's like a virtual personal or personal assistant. Um, I did use it for Facebook ad retargeting, but now that I've hired someone to do that for me, we've paused it, but it's just a great all-in-one tool um, that works with a lot of other Shopify apps and it sends thank you notes to people 
um, who have purchased from me, you know, for the first time um, through me. So I'll, I'll type a template and I have a lot of people, you know, thinking it's, I'm embarrassed of people, you know, <laughs> saying, Hey, that wasn't really you, but it's a great way to say, Hey, thanks for ordering. I appreciate it. Yeah. Let me know if yeah. you need anything, an easy way for them to respond and, and get my help with things. So I, I like kit. That's awesome. Yeah. Kit, kit app, I believe, right. Is what you'd search. Yeah. K I T. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, favorite book. Favorite book. Oh, I wish I had some very profound, awesome, like my husband would be never split the difference and all those mm. really cool business yeah. ones. And yeah. mine, <laughs> I do, I do podcasts for learning and business and books for just pure fun. And so <laughs> favorite book lately, I've been on a, you know, actually, if I were to say, I, I really just fully enjoyed hunger games, that teen, teen drama, that's my style. Give me some romance and some adventure drama, but podcasts, I could say just so I can sound a little more educated. Yes. Yes. I yes. do like, um, <laughs> uh, the gold digger, uh, podcast cool. for one. business tips and ideas. Yeah. Cool. The gold digger. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I'll have to yeah. Check. Gold. So not gold, but yeah. Gold, oh, gold. gold. <laughs> gold oh, digger. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. And I love, um, the unofficial Shopify podcast as well. That always gives me some good ideas and new apps. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and then last question, uh, who's a founder that you look up to? Oh, um, Jenny Recker um, from Fawn Design. I think okay. she's fabulous. And she's given me some amazing tips. And she does diaper bags. And I've just loved to watch her story and watch her grow. They started in their basement. Um, sewing diaper bags themselves. Now they're in Nordstrom and all over the place. And she's a mom and, and just lots of fun. And she just really, the way she speaks business makes sense to me. And, and I really think she's awesome. Awesome. That's great. And where can people find out more about you? Oh, um, come find us on, well, ideally come find us on our Facebook group. Just yes. type in Taylor Joel on, and it'll come up as a group. Come find us um, on Instagram, Taylor Joel Designs. Awesome. That's great. It was so nice to have you. Yeah. Thanks for having us on, or me on. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Secrets to Scaling Online. If you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast and share this with a friend. No, seriously, share it with a friend. No, if you don't, I'm going to find you and I'm going to make you profitable. Got it? No, seriously. Seriously.